I think so many people view a stand-up class as a money grab. and Yeah, uh, the reputation on the coast is terrible for right. this type of thing. And not, I knew you, and I knew it'd be good, but just the thought of it, I was like, oh, I don't know that you can teach it. And I was wrong. I was wrong. I've never been to something like this. I, and it's, I don't know what traditional stand-up classes are like. I simply right. don't. I don't, I don't know what the what Flappers in Burbank yeah, exactly. does. That yeah. was the first one I thought of. I mean, they teach podcasting class, too. I used to say, you used to have to hide a joke that I do there. <laughs> you, had needed to, you needed to pass keeping a straight face class to teach podcasting class. Right, and yeah. That, I mean, yeah. the manager was like, you're not going to get booked here if you keep that up. I'm like, got it. <laughs> teaching made you a better performer like I have to walk the walk instead of and not just talk the talk yeah I can't be someone that says you have to write every day you have to edit your jokes you have to be proactive in making your jokes better and interpreting the feedback and then sit around and not do anything and have subpar jokes if I'm going to act like I deserve to teach a class, I think my jokes and my act have to reflect that to anyone who sees it. Because I want my students to be like, this guy is worth listening to. And this guy, is he's a good enough comedian where he knows what he's talking about in some aspects. I can't go up there and fail. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would really undermine what I'm trying to sell. Right. Because I sincerely... like want to teach people to stand up comedy. If there is a market for something, there are going to people that take advantage of it, of course. But I really think that my class does not offer a lot of like definitive answers, but rather guidelines for people to explore what they want to do. This type of stuff, it's not even like you need to really be that interested in performing comedy to get something out of this. This is right. something anyone could come for two hours and have fun and get some laughs, right. but have some like core truths that are beyond stand-up that are just about expressing yourself. That's what I enjoyed about it. Yeah, I, I think you're totally right, because I tell people on the first day of class, I, don't, I can't teach anyone to be funny. It's up to you to make the jokes funny, but I want to teach you how to present your ideas in a clear fashion that people can follow yeah and that's simply it because a lot of the time we have this idea but we don't say it and we don't implicitly just declare it and then defend our idea and that's what 90 percent of jokes are at least bits where we have multiple jokes but there you have to have a point of view and you have to say why that point of view is right at least in a lot of observational stuff there's other functions and i talk about that as well but i think a lot of the time when we think of stand-up comedy, we think of observational jokes where it's, it's essentially this is what in this part of the world or this observation I have says this about the world, says this about myself, says this about my experience. And then so it's simply say it and then be funny about it and back up your argument. Do you think every idea is salvageable in some way or are some things so fundamentally off that they can never be made, that Kate couldn't be taught even improvement. Do you ever tell someone this isn't for you? Yeah, no, you've <laughs> got to think it unsolved. I mean, maybe not, but you're a kind man, but well, seriously. Well, I don't say it's not for you. Yeah. I, I think that if you want to do it bad enough, you can probably find a way 
I'm not a huge person for shot comedy. I never have been. But I always tell people, like, you're not the judge of what flies in each room. It's the audience. So if you can make an audience agree with you and make everyone happy about it, good job. Yeah. But it's difficult. And that's why people like Harlan and Pryor are so celebrated. Because Who are they? they? Uh, no. They're <laughs> some young open micers. They're so celebrated because they were often able to talk about difficult things and people being on the same page. I always tell people, especially at the beginning, don't go to dark and heavy subjects right away. Yeah. If you have to be liked on stage and you have to have people trust you. And the number one thing for success in comedy per set is being trusted on stage. Someone like Anthony Jeselnik can get on stage and do whatever he wants because the people that go to see him trust him. Right. And that's it. That they won't steer him wrong. That he's not actually a bad person. But that's because he's a great comedian. They put on years of work on how to do that. And we, as people in Omaha, as comedians, we don't have that implicit trust from people. We go to bars and VFWs and comedy clubs around the country. You have to create that context of why you should be trusted and liked on a nightly basis. Yeah. And so over the course of the teaching and everything, have you had a student that's just blown you away? Yeah. 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 There's Lauren Vanna. Yeah. If you've ever seen Lauren Vanna, I think she was one of those comics that didn't need a class. She needed permission. He's right. like, you should just do comedy. Yeah. Because the first time that we just went through our jokes, she already had three or four just like gems in yeah. there. And she's not the only person. And I hesitate because there's a lot of people that are really good. And there's a lot of people that may have not found their stride. Or people that just so it was a thing that they wanted to do and they wanted to try and they did it and they accomplished it. And I've been very impressed with most people that take the class. If you dedicate yourself to it, you're going to succeed like most things. Oh, I was too. It was, like I said, I laughed. I was intellectually stimulated. I thought maybe I'll just hang in the back and I don't want to whatever, but it was a very supportive environment to everyone right. pitching in and great ideas, diverse concepts from mm -hmm. Nigerian village material to non-binary right. material to an oncology student just in a classroom in Omaha. Right, I mean, right. No one would expect that. Yeah, Chinaka is another person that came out of the gates, like just going. Yeah, he's got, I was not familiar with him before, but clearly if he can do that in this room, I'm like, right. I could see that just crushing beyond. He, he, yeah, oh, he just has infectious charisma. Run a lot of stuff because I like comedy and I think it's worth liking. And I think it's something that people should get into. Not only perform, but also we need fans. We need people actually just that enjoy it, to consume it. The audience, yeah. Right. That's like, something I was trying to think of at Emmett's just now on the drive back over here. I was like, I wonder how you could get a readier made crowd that's getting something out of it. Uh, that's a difficult question for anywhere, too. But there's something in that. I don't know what it is, but there's well, something missing on right. that side of it, too. Just like there's always a scene with music and there's a yeah. comedy scene. Right. And it doesn't consist solely of performers, but there's the infrastructure of the bar, the photographers, and the people that are at all the shows, and they love it. And there are people like a guy named Dan that comes to all the shows, and there's the tiny house people, yeah. and there's the regulars, Tony Benassi, <laughs> and him and Whitney come to all the shows. 
God the bless them. Yeah, and and those people that come to the shows and because they love comedy, like they hold a special place in my heart. Yeah, and me too. Yeah, and I just it's. I went and shook two people's hands. <laughs> and, oh, no, no joke. Right. Uh, who were just there? I'm like, thank you. I, I and mean, I was not yeah. kidding. But we have to. But us as comics, we have to provide a product that is worth going out and seeing. And it's up to us to make sure that we're better than we were the day before. And so that will make. That's what makes a comedy scene really good: is good crowds with even better comics. Zach Peterson debuted at number one. New album special on YouTube and everywhere you stream audio. A list of wet celebrities honored to have him. And thanks again for letting me sit in on the class. Classic.